Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 12 of the Joe Ciccarelli Show. Want a better life? Stop setting goals. What the hell's wrong with you? Before I go into today's episode, I need to give a special little shout out here to my friends in Scotland because they have been fantastic about reaching out to my wife, Natalie, and giving me a great, great recommendations. My American friends need to really step their game up. So as you can tell, I've been stepping my game up on my uh, Scottish accent. It's been getting better and stronger. We were driving home yesterday and Natalie decided to try and videotape my Scottish accent. And then I almost, because I was trying to avoid the video, I almost went, I went down a run, one-way road and almost caused an accident. Not really, but did go down a one-way road. So don't try and video people that have good Scottish accents in America while you're driving down a road. That's the lesson. That, that's today's podcast. That's it. Hope you guys learned something. <laughs> um, the hell am I supposed to be talking about today? Okay. Uh, be, before I hop in, uh, in all seriousness, that was a fantastic Scottish accent. What I've realized this week, besides the fact that I just combined a bunch of words and had a speech impediment, was that by people... And I've had a, actually uh, a couple of friends here, one friend in particular, my sister, uh, Mary, and a good friend of mine, Jake, who's I'm sure listening, shout out to both of you guys, and uh, a bunch of Natalie's friends overseas. Uh, I know Claire, Tanita, I'm giving names today. Uh, I have been sharing the content and it's been absolutely awesome. I mean, I've had a bunch more followers on my Instagram and uh, more followers here through the app, I'm trying to make it easier to listen on the app. For those of you guys that have had to like download and stuff, I'm now going to start linking directly to the website, so it's really easy to find it. So if you guys are enjoying this, please share it. Uh, a simple share on social media goes a long way. Uh, so much shit being shared in our world today, fake news, all this other stuff. I mean, the least you can do is share my podcast, you know? So uh, that's my that's my uh, sales pitch. If you guys are liking what you're hearing and you can simply just take the time to share it, do a story or anything, or just let someone know, it really helps. And it's really... Um, Helps helps grow the word. Helps get the helps get the name out there. So uh, I'm, I'm going to get involved today. Um, get involved in what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about three things: goal setting. Why I don't I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't really do it anymore. I'm going to talk about uh, what I what got me away from it, which was thinking about my trajectory and visualization. And then I'm going to talk mostly about uh, reality transurfing. I did an interview that I'm going to air next week, and uh, it kind of goes deep into the weeds on reality transurfing. Uh, I interviewed this really interesting lady, Renee Garcia, and um, my fear is that if I just played that for you guys without having given you guys some background, I might, I might lose you a little bit, which is okay. I mean, you're not going to be uh, obsessed with every episode, although I expect you to be, and I'll be pissed if you're not, but realistically, you won't be. And uh, so I just want to talk a little bit about it today, give some background and give some information. I've talked about reality transferring on this podcast before. If I know you and we have conversations, I've talked to you about it before. I'm, I'm, get really getting it, I'm really into it, and I'm going to continue to be into it, and I want to get you guys involved as well. But let me start with goal setting. In my opinion, smart goals can be super dangerous. This is coming from a guy who was like the most goal-oriented person in their entire world. I mean, I had a goal written, 
I mean, I remember when I was working in my first sales job, they were like, you should write your goals like all over the place. So I like, like everything else, I'm like, well, I'm going to be the best one at that. So I had them like sticky notes in the mirrors when I'm brushing my teeth all over like my car, uh, just little sticky notes. And um, maybe reminders like that are a good thing. And, and I'm not saying that they're not. I mean, goals work for some people, but here's why they didn't necessarily work for me. Uh, when I took my saboteur assessment, I was a... Uh, I'm a hyperachiever. I'm a one that's like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it better than everyone else. I'm going to achieve this and I'm going to achieve that. And when I start creating SMART goals, for those of you guys who don't know what SMART goals are, uh, um, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time frame. So effectively, like I'm going to do this specific goal at this specific time, um, and here's how I can measure it. In Companies do it. I guess it works. A lot of individuals do it, and I guess it works. But really, it's to me, it's it's it can be dangerous. When I've really put a lot of my time and effort into goal setting, um, I've really just created a lot of anxiety for myself. Like, oh shit, I didn't do this today, or I didn't do that today, or um, chaos. And uh, again, this hyperachiever saboteur of like, well, you didn't do your twenty things today. You didn't do this today. You didn't do this today. And you said you were going to do this. Uh, and I start to beat myself up, and I think I'm not worthy. And then uh, I can also alternatively create the like, well, I never stick to goals anyway. So what's the point? And uh, it, it it starts to define you, right? So it's either like either you either you accomplish your goal and you're doing good, or you didn't and you're doing shitty. It kind of creates a very very strong line in the sand. And that's why I don't like it. I don't think uh, the more I get into life, the more I get into this self-development, the more I see you guys starting to make, I, I, people are reaching out to me about all the salads they're making and we're talking about it. Small change is the way to go. And I guess you can set, you can certainly set small goals and that's good. And I, when I say I don't set goals, I mean, of course, like, hey, I'd like to get down to this weight or I'd like to do this. I mean, saying that sort of stuff is by no means a bad thing, but holding yourself, trying to make big change in your life by holding yourself to specific, measurable Time, time frame goals, I, I don't find that super useful. I don't think that's uh, the best way of achieving things. And how I came across this was my very, uh, among other ways, was I got into life planning uh, when I was living in Dubai and I created my first life plan. Uh, life plan. And it's a really interesting thing. I'll, I'll, I'd love to, t- and, and I will, I'll, I'll talk more about it, but effectively you begin with the end of mind and in this particular life plan exercise, I read a book called living forward. And you um, you begin with the end in mind. So you picture yourself at your own funeral. And it's kind of like a morbid exercise. Like the, the guys do a good job in the book. If you're, if you're interested, I can um, certainly provide the recommendation for the book. And it's, uh, I can't remember the author's name, but it's called Living Forward. And it's like, you need a, you read the book and it's like, you take a day and you just take a day off work. You go somewhere. Some people rent a hotel for a weekend. For me, I, I just went into like a office space that there was no one in and like you spend your whole day working on this life plan. You start out from the beginning. In the beginning, the first thing you do is, um, and I'm, I guess I, I, I'm not going to go into like incredible detail on this, um, on the life plan. Cause now I'm, I'm realizing I'm going to spend the whole podcast talking about it. point is you start out, uh, beginning with the end in mind and the end is your funeral. What do you want people to say about you at your funeral? Like, what do you really want? Like when my sisters go to my funeral, what do I want them to say about me? What do I want my wife and my kids and my coworkers? And it, it's a sobering exercise. It, it really is. Cause if you actually take some time to do that, then you think about what you're putting importance on in your life. It doesn't always match up. And it's kind of interesting to think about that. Um, it certainly made me um, second guess, like what my priorities were, 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 are, and all that sort of stuff. But um, you, 
you go through that and then you identify life accounts. So there's all these different areas of your life, family, uh, friends, I'm a, I'm a coworker, and you kind of rank yourself in each area. Uh, or in, you don't, I, I, you sort of rank yourself, but the first thing you do is you write an ideal. What is the ideal section of this life look like for me? And then you write below that, what is the, what, what, where am I at right now? And then you write some specific, measurable, achievable goals that you can commit to that will help get you to the next one. And then you review the life plan every three months. So that's kind of how it works. And it's a great exercise. I would highly recommend it. And so I did it and I had, you know, I had like eight or nine life accounts. And so of course I had like one or two goals for each one. So I got like 16 smart goals that I'm trying to track. And I just put myself through hell. This is right around when I went and saw my first life coach and I showed him the life plan. And he was like, I've never seen a more organized person in my life when it comes to like self-development. He's like, what do you do for fun? And that question among some other questions really started to open up my eyes to what life's all about. And that's in many ways brought me to where I'm at today. And what did, so the goal thing didn't work. It created anxiety for me, but what did work was that first section of each life account of the life plan. And with the first section of the li- each thing of the, of the life plan was, what is the perfect goal? What is the perfect world look like for you in this area? So you write a short paragraph. And um, for me, right, like uh, for Natalie, my wife, right? Like I want to have like, very open and honest relationship. I want to be able to just be in a position where we can read each other's mind and we know everything and we know each other so well and everything's great and there's no secrets. Um, and not that we necessarily had secrets at the time, but we're still getting to know each other, but everything's just out in the open and we're both so comfortable and uh, we're on the same page about things. And when we disagree, we do it. And so th- you, you start to create this perfect world and then you start to see where you're at. Well, what happened was I did that for about, I stuck with a life plan for maybe like three quarters. So I updated it a couple times. And then um, part of it was I got lazy and part of it, I was just getting overwhelmed with all the goals. So I just cut out the goals and just went with the visualizations. So in each area of my life, here's what the perfect, here's what the perfect world looks like. And then I went back and looked at that perfect world. It was, it's amazing. Never ceases to amaze me how visualization works. And I go back and look at this three months later and I start reading these and I'm like, holy shit, I've accomplished a lot of this. So you start thinking about like how visualization works and how the the fact that when you put stuff out there into your, into the world, you know, you intend for it, your subconscious, what's going on that you're not directly responsible for that's not radiating through your conscious mind is fucking capable of doing some crazy shit. And ultimately, um, I really got into the, so I stepped away from the goal setting and really got into the visualization. And another thing I call sort of um, trajectory. And tra- so the trajectory was kind of stepping back and being like, in general, and I talked about this in, uh, this is really a perspective that I talked about in my episode last week. If you step back and look at from a perspective standpoint, um, the meta view, the high level perspective, am I moving in the right direction? The things generally seem to be trending in the right direction for me in my life. Am I generally happy with the way things are going? Uh, And if I can say yes to that, then why am I sweating the small stuff? And we talked about that last week, but more importantly than, okay, I feel like I'm on track uh, and I'm going to continue to, um, you know, reassess what that North Star uh, looks like. Because, I mean, trajectory needs to be going towards something, right? And so that's, so instead of... um, managing myself on 20x am i doing 20 of this every week am i doing 30 of this am i am i checking in with this and checking in with that um that's great but really like where's my 
what's my visual visualization be? Well, what's my visualization be? What is what am I visualizing as the ideal scenario in a particular area of my life? And then more importantly, um, is my trajectory on track to get me there? Am I, am I feeling good about what I'm doing or am I feeling bad about what I'm doing? And then that gives you that, that gray, that black line that cuts through goal setting of yes or no. It's, it's less. It's more like you have good days, you have bad days, but in general, you're headed in the right direction. And so I found that really useful. And I did up until the last maybe couple months. And this is going on. I mean, I've been out of Dubai now for at least, I don't even know, three years. Now it's been here just about a year. So yeah, I mean, it's been probably two or three years since I've been in Dubai. So I, I was doing this visualization thing for a while. And again, every couple months, I'd revisit it every couple months. It wasn't always perfect, but I was accomplishing the shit that I was putting out there. And so what it really made me think about is like, and this is why I get into like these brain exercises in the, uh, that I've talked about in the power of meditation, the power of, and, and I'm going to come out with that. I'm actually going to start releasing some video. Some of the video is going to be on like how to meditate and all that sort of stuff. And I'm going to be offering some opportunities for you guys to get involved with some coaching that I'm doing uh, to help develop the muscles in your brain. Because what, what, what I found was like we can, and I've talked about this, like this is all, this is where a lot of the shit that I say to you guys comes from the ability to create the things you want in your life. Uh, there is some powerful shit lurking in our subconscious. And that's what got me in. That's a really good lead in effectively into reality transurfing because um, it's at a high level of reality transurfing. It's like an exercise um, or it's a way of life. It's an approach to life that um, you can take control in many ways of your subconscious and use it to create the life you want. And it's hard to do because we're zombies. We've talked about being a zombie in other episodes and when we start talking about saboteurs and we don't, we don't realize what, I mean, the, the key to everything, whether it's saboteurs, reality transforming, all this all starts in awareness, right? And if we can be awareness of what's going on below the general like, I want food or I'm pissed or I'm mad or I'm, uh, I want to have sex, whatever the fuck it is. If we can get below that and really start to understand what's driving, um, it's unbelievable. And I mean, I'll share you, I'll, I'll share, share a story with you guys. This last couple of days, I've been kind of stressed out. I don't know what it is. Um, it's just, it's really nothing in particular. You know what, to, to be honest, what it is, is um, I'm so, um, it's my hyperachiever hyper achiever saboteur that's really getting a hold of me because I'm I hadn't I was traveling last was in Boston a few weeks ago last week I was trying to get caught up in work and I'm like oh I need to record a podcast I want to do video I'm taking this course online I haven't watched that so then this weekend Nat and I wanted to go look at houses we're looking to buy in the next year and I'm sitting there the whole time and I'm kind of moody because I'm like well I should be home working and this and that and this is all my saboteur I mean it happens to the best of us but um I kind of got up, you know, got back to myself today, got up early, did the things I do, you know, worked out, meditated, all that sort of stuff. And I can just feel today that even when that annoyance comes in, I can just like, I can be a spectator and realize, holy shit, I'm getting annoyed right now. I'm going to stop. And the ability to be able to do that is a muscle. And the, in the, once you build that muscle, you could take advantage of really using your subconscious to create some crazy shit in your life. And so as I got really excited about this visualization and the subconscious, I started looking for other ways to take advantage of it. And I happened to be listening, 
listening to a podcast at the time and this reality transurfing thing came up. And for those of you that are into visualization or in the power of intention, uh, if you guys have read The Secret, um, a lot of that is all based on the same thing, right? So the power of intention, the secret, the fact that you can manifest things in your life if your thought form, effectively, your your thought form is your subconscious thought is is on track. You know, you have some control over that and you're thinking about the right things and you're thinking about it in the right way. You can create it in your life. And I 100% believe in that. And there's some proof. If you look into like metaphysics, you can go down that rabbit hole if you want. There is some, there's, there's proof to it. I mean, in any, it's not concrete science, but when you look at, and what's interesting is when you look at any science, none of it's concrete. If you ask enough questions about any scientific finding, eventually you'll get to a point where it's just blind trust. And so anyway, uh, I was, I liked the secret. I liked the power of intention. The one issue I always had was like, so what, you want me to fucking sit on my couch and think about how I want to create this great life and then it's going to show up in front of me? I, I just, and maybe there's truth to that. Maybe there is. I can't get behind it. Like I, I still, I like action. I'm an action guy. That's why I have this fucking podcast. And so I, um, this reality transurfing thing is effectively a combination of both of those things. So get your thought, and I, I'm probably confusing you a little bit. I'm, I'm going to get a little bit more organized here in a, thec- in a second, but it's, more helpful to explain it at a high level at like a meta view and then go into some of the details. So effectively you have two types of intention. You have internal intention and external intention. So external intention is, and this is kind of confusing because it's the opposite of what you think, but the external intention is the thought form. So that's intending and doing things in your mind to get your thought form on track for what you're trying to achieve in your life. The internal intention is within your mind, right? So your mind is internally saying, I am going to step and take take action towards this. So if my thought form is, I want to start a podcast, I want to have this awesome, you know, I want to create this great realistic way for people to live better lives and break it down for them in a way that excites them and motivates them and gives them an actual way to make their life better and achieve things they want in their life. That's the thought form. That's the, that's the, that's the external intention. The internal intention is, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go watch a video on how to build a podcast. I'm going to go purchase the podcast equipment on Amazon, right? And, and you don't necessarily need to have the entire, um, when you, look at the big picture in the external and the thought form, you might not have it all figured out in terms of how I'm going to physically do all those things. So you do the first thing and you take a step towards the first thing. You do the first thing and you get excited and you build momentum. And then all of a sudden somewhere along the line, um, something else pops up for your podcast and all of a sudden you're doing this. Like, so for me, I was, I was, uh, and it's actually, I can give you an example for me when I wanted to do my podcast, my initial plan was I'm just going to record live coaching. That's what I'm going to do. And, um, I went out, I put some, put some things on Facebook and said, Hey, who wants to do some live coaching? And, uh, I th- if you guys recall, some of the pr- earlier episodes were some live coaching and I'll probably still release more of that. But then I, st- I just took the internal tension to start doing that. And as I did that, I realized, wow, people actually get value out of me just doing things like this as well. And so now here I am and I enjoy this a lot more than trying to go find people to coach that will allow me to rec- to allow me to record them and play it on here and edit the shit out of it and take three hours here. I can come on here and just kind of spit some game and get people um, moving in the right direction. So I had no idea that I was going to be on a podcast doing a rant like this when it all started out, but I just knew that I had to take the first step of starting to create the podcast and go from there. And so that's 
the idea of the external versus internal intention. But when we step back and look at reality transurfing as a whole, this will be helpful for you to understand if you're going to tune into next week. And the first premise of this, right? Like it's like uh, it, there's a, a massive book and it was written by this guy, Vadam Zeland. He's a, he's a Russian guy. And for a while it wasn't translated into English. And um, I mean, the book looks like a encyclopedia. It's like a Bible. And then they have like a 78 day practical like approach to it. So it's like a shorter book. And each day you read like a passage and you try and bring that into your, you know, bring that into your life each day. I've done that. So I've been on this now, I guess for about, I mean, I did the 78 day thing. So, but about three or four months and still working through parts of the book. I mean, it's a long book, but there's a ton of value in it. And, um, and so the book gives out like, here's a, basically like an approach to life. Take this approach to life. You can achieve the things you want. You can have the things you want. You can live happier. You can live better. And uh, the first thing is in general, and I've talked about this before, life should be easy. It's not meant to be hard. I think we get this in our head that like we're supposed to struggle to work our way up in a business. We're supposed to struggle to be successful. We're supposed to, you know, we get society bangs all these things into our heads about how hard stuff should be and how difficult things are. And how, you know, no pain, no gain and all this, all that sort of stuff. And it's just not true. Um, if, and I, I found this more and more in my life and I, I'd really like you to think about this. If you're finding that you're forcing things and things are really hard, you're doing something, you're doing the wrong things. And oftentimes we make it hard. We, we think in order for me to start a podcast, I need to watch 50, and we all do this, right? Whenever we're going to do something that's a little, often when we're going to do something a little out of our comfort zone, um, well, before I do that, I need to research five different things. I need to be clear on every single thing. I need to understand everything. Um, and I need to basically make it really hard on myself before I can enjoy the fruits of the, be sure I can enjoy the fruits of the labor. And uh, it's just not true. And so that in itself is comforting, right? Like when you start reading about that, it's like, ooh, okay, cool. I can get, be- I, I can get behind this. The next part's a little esoteric and esoteric for those of you that don't know. It just means it's kind of like, it doesn't make complete sense. It takes a while to wrap your head around. And that's the fact that um, when we look in the mirror, like the mirror is life, right? And so what we see when we look into a mirror is the life that it just as much as our physical body is in the mirror and we have control over that, right? Like if you want to lose weight, you can change the way you look in the mirror. You can cut your hair. You can do a lot of things. I mean, you can't completely change your face, although I guess plastic surgery, but that's, but just as much as you can change that, you can change your world. I mean, you can look in the mirror and change a different world. And so, um, what we see when we look in the mirror, we create, and that's the premise on all this, right? So if you think life's hard and you think things are going to be difficult, they are. And this is, I've talked about self-fulfilling prophecies, if you think shit's going to be easy and you think it's going to be great, then that's what it's going to be. It's going to be whatever you say it's going to be. And you literally have the control over that. I talked a lot about, and that's why perspective is so important. Um, and some of the, there's a lot of terms in this book and some of the terms, and we'll talk about this next week as well. But, uh, and I'd hope you guys do, if you're interested, do a little bit of research between now and then this couple articles. I'll, I'll, I'll share some information in my weekly tip this week. If you haven't signed up for my weekly tip, please do. Uh, and it's called the, and this is where it gets a little kooky, but it's it's kind of cool. So the space of variations is on the we we have a world mirror, right? So picture a regular mirror. We look into it is what we see. On the other side of that mirror is what they call the space of variations, and that's in the space of variations is anything that could ever happen in the world is available in there. Any outcome in any situation. It's crazy to think about that, and it's very difficult to wrap your head around that. But in any situation any number of outcomes are possible. 
and we get to effectively, and this is where it comes about making con- subconscious and conscious choice, we get to choose what we want. And that just comes from starting out with our thought, with our thought form. So if we have a, we think about something and we feel like, hey, we really want this in our life and we think about it the right way, and I'll talk about that in a second, we can manifest that in our life. And this isn't just reality transurfing. If you guys, again, if you've read The Secret, if you read The Power of Intention, all these books out there, there's something to this. If you don't believe this, if you're listening to me right now and you're like, Joe sounds fucking crazy, I am crazy, but not because of this. Uh, this is like, this is real stuff. You can intend stuff into your life. And so um, the, the space of variations includes all these variations, everything that happened in the past, everything that can happen in the future, and everything's happening now. And they, each one is broken out on like, think about like a film, a, a film reel with all, you know, there's the, the old school like film, film, film. Why the, I don't know why I can't talk today. I'm too excited. Uh, film reel. And each one uh, is its own, what they call individual sector. So each sector is its own outcome or whatever it might be. And you get to choose what the outcome is in your life. And if you really focus on the, on the external attention and you get your thought form right, and then you take steps towards that, you can create whatever the fuck you want, literally whatever you want. Um, and so what we don't realize is, this is already happening for us right now. So right now, all these subconscious thoughts were, if you feel like your your life isn't what you want, it's because somewhere inside you're asking for it. And you, even though you might not be saying, Hey, I want a shitty, I want, I want to have a crappy job. You might, you might be saying somewhere like, this job is the best I can do, or I can't have a good job. I don't deserve a good job. I'm not good enough for a good job. I, I I'll never get one. It's too hard to get. Well, by saying that, what you're putting out into the universe is I don't want a good job. So you're not going to get a good job. Do you see that? It kind of almost works opposite. And that's oftentimes where like you can see when, when you're like really, really scared of something and it happens, that's oftentimes because you're asking for it to happen. You're asking for that. You're creating that thought form is that's all you're thinking about. All you're thinking about is how I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. Well, guess what? You're going to fail. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, Reality Transurfing talks about creating slides and creating positive slides. And so that's kind of like uh, the visualization, right? So you create a, you identify what the positive slide is, what you really want, become clear on that, crystal clear in your life, and imagine it. And that, if you can do that right, that in itself gets you excited, gets you in a good mood, gets you moving in the right direction. And so you have the capability to do that. And when you have these positive slides, a lot of the, that's that's where you can focus getting your trajectory towards, right? And one of the things I've found, and what I like about this is it's it's big on energy. And maybe if you have 15 different um, 15 different visualizations, it might be difficult to attain them because you don't have all that sort of energy. So the more you can let go and just focus on one thing at a time, if you will, what's one big goal that you really want in your life? What's one thing that you really want in your life? Get clear on that. Write it down. And write down, not like I want this by this date. Write down like what, it's, what it feels like, what your life is like. What would it be like to live in that? And that's a lot of what the work we do in coaching is getting people to embody their themselves in three months or in six months down the road. What, what does it feel like? What does it look like? How are your relationships different? All those sort of questions. If you start to uh, journal on that stuff, you start to get excited. And that excitement is where you want to be. When you feel that feeling in your stomach and you start to get giddy, that's exactly when you know you're on to the right track. You're, you're starting to move towards your, um, your, your ideal goal. And, it, and it'll adjust and change um, over time. But effectively, once you have that goal, instead of letting your subconscious, without realizing it, select, um, select the sector, the film, the film reel that you're supposed to follow, select your own. 
Create your own. I mean, if you get nothing else on this podcast, that's it, right? You're, you're selecting through your thoughts, you are selecting your life right now. Through your thoughts, you are selecting what's next for you today, tomorrow, and the next day. So you, it's up to you whether or not you want to make that conscious. But right now, subconsciously, you're doing it. So if you want to make that conscious and start getting the shit you want in your life, that just starts by just becoming clear on what that is. So that's a nice little quote there. I'll have to have Nat quote that. She's starting to do quotes and put them out on Instagram. So I think that's a good one. I'll have to remember that. Um, there can be some issues. We're going to talk about this next week. Where this stuff goes bad, it sounds great, right? Okay, awesome, Joe. How come everyone doesn't do it? A big uh, couple of reasons why. One is what uh, importance is a big thing. So when we create importance, what, what that means is like we make things seem more important than they are. We make fitting in, in, you know, in high school or even now we make fitting in with friends more important than it is. We make, and this is where it, when it's interesting now that I'm looping back. When you go back to thinking about your funeral, you think about how many things you are making important right now that aren't actually important. If you can actually train your brain to drop the importance of those things, it can be very, very powerful. Uh, wishing, dreaming. It's so funny. Um, my mom always says, oh, you know, I, uh, someday I'm going to win the lottery. Someday, and it's, it's, to me, it's like the people, like, it's like the wishing. Like, that doesn't work. Wishing and dreaming and hoping doesn't work. You need to intend. You need to be clear on what you want and take steps towards it. And that's the difference here. That, that's what I love about this. And that's a big thing is like people start, um, they start creating importance of things that, uh, perhaps aren't that important or just kind of sitting there and saying, yeah, I really hope for the best. Like that's not good enough. And the other thing, and we'll talk about this next week, you need to do your own research on this. This is reality transfer everything only, but it's what's called uh, a pendulum. And a pendulum is just really negative energy in the world. It could be any number of things. And in some ways it's similar to like a saboteur, but effectively when you're not paying attention to your thoughts, the pendulums get into you and they focus your energy on negative things or anything really, but oftentimes it's negative things. So for example, um, and that controls your thoughts in general without realizing it. An example of that is when you get up in the morning and you start scrolling through Instagram and then all of a sudden you see that the coronavirus just got worse and there's people that are going to be dying and you're going to be locked in your house and the job numbers came out and the economy's down. That's a pendulum right there. You're buying into the media or you're buying into the uh, social media and now because of that, you're just creating a negative spiral and now you're going to get up and you're like, oh, today's going to suck. Work's going to suck. Well, as we know, you're damn right it will because you've just asked it for. You've just asked that for it. You've just asked that for it. I don't know if that fucking makes sense. You've asked for that. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, Pendulums, importance. um, Yeah, like I said, I'm going to send some information out this week. But uh, what you can do today, because I'm not going to leave you on an episode without giving you some action, but we're getting towards the end here. What you can do is, as I've told you before, there's, there's, there's three things. The first one is, you can wake up and acknowledge that you're the one under control. So when you start feeling these bad emotions or you start feeling, and it's, it gets difficult when it's like internal emotions, but with bad events, you have the opportunity to react to those events. So the next time you start to feel anger or you're pissed off or um, you're annoyed at someone or whatever it might be on, uh, on the outside, you have the ability to step back and look at yourself and realize, again, become uh, ins- instead of being the main actor, become the audience. And that, that was a powerful thing for me to think about, all right, just be in the audience for a second and look at yourself. So pretend you're literally sitting five, five feet away watching yourself right now. 
I mean, it, how often do we all, th- this is pretty good. How, how often do you re- act on, on a certain thing and then go back and say, wow, I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't react that way, right? You don't have control at that point. So the ability, if you could step back and realize how am I acting right now quicker and then change it, you're going to be able to make some, uh, some, some, some substantial cha- uh, some, some, some substantial changes in your awareness and your ability to make better decisions. The next one is accept that we can't change most things in life. Um, you can't change the ocean, but you can, ch- but you can change your sails. That's really it in a, in a nutshell. You can't change the way the ocean's going, but you can certainly change um, the way you surf, reality transurfing. That's where, where the name comes from. So stop putting so much importance on, I need things to be this way or I need things to be that way. Just go with the fucking flow, man, and become indifferent. And in many ways, indifference isn't not caring. Uh, it's just becoming indifference and not constantly being like, I want things to be this way or I want things to be that way. It's just whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to make the best of it. And the last one is create a goal slide, choose a better slide and choose a, become very clear on this goal slide, which is essentially this visualization or this better life in a certain area you want and become very clear on that. And when things get down, start thinking about that and start thinking about, okay, how, how can I take a step towards that? How can I use my internal intention, my mind to start moving towards this, this awesome goal that I have? And in many ways, I've found that when I'm feeling down, I can just start thinking about my goal slide and what the future holds and it just starts to get me, gets me excited and gets me moving in the right direction. Uh, if you're in an argument, this is kind of side note here, but this kind of helps with when you're feeling like you're um, in a in a tough spot or you're in like an argument with someone or you're feeling annoyed with someone. Oftentimes they say, um, you can do like offbeat, uh, reality transurfance is like you can do offbeat or unpredictable, unpredictable actions and that will often, often disrupt like this powerful like negative energy. And it's actually really true. So I'll like get in an argument with Nat and we'll start to go into an argument and then all of a sudden I'll just like uh, randomly like make a joke. And then the dynamics completely changed. And I'm, I'm not always good at that, but that's, that's sort of the capability to be able to do that. And so how else can that be applied in your life? How can you, when you're just about to go do something that you don't want to do, step back and laugh at yourself or um, go in a completely different direction or do something different, but just mix it up. And oftentimes when, you, when you're feeling down, you're feeling a certain way, you just mix it up. I mean, I don't know what pops into my head right now is like, you know, someone's really depressed. And they're just like, shit, I'm just getting up and I'm, and I'm going on vacation or they get up and they leave and they go on and they go for a ride or they do something that you wouldn't necessarily expect yourself to do. And oftentimes that disrupts the energy. I hope I did. I think this is a good primer for next week. I hope um, you guys tune in next week for this interview. And I think we'll discuss a little bit more. and we'll, we'll rehash on it. But having listened to today, you'll certainly be much better prepared for next week. And again, subscribe to my tip and um, I will provide some more information on that. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. Look forward to your feedback as always. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, it's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client 
or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion or, you know, someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've, uh, how they've, how they've come to find success in their life. Let me know. Uh, you can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I, I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.